here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. All right, so another fantastic episode I'm so pleased to present to you guys. But before we do so, don't forget to forward this show to someone who really needs it and will find value in the content that we've provided here today with this guest. And what a guest we have today. This young lady has an unbelievable ability and gift to take those CEOs, and I'm talking about very high-level CEOs that make tons of money, and have tons of pressure in their life and help them navigate the next move. What is the next move? Sometimes that is the question. Is it personal? Is it business? Is it a combination? Well, she creates a safe and secure place for them to navigate their next move on their journey. She is also an incredible mastermind master. So you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today to Salt Lake City, Utah to hang out with Brooke Casanovas. All right, so we're going to kick things off. Brooke was kind enough to come here and... I'll tell you, she lit up the room in this mastermind session we had today, and I am so excited to bring this interview to you guys today. Brooke, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be here. So you shed so much light on the world, which I know very little about, and what Brooke does is take um, high-level CEOs and helps graduate their progress. And we're talking about people from earning $3 million up to $90 million, somewhere in that neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and helping them walk into the next experience that they are ready for, or sometimes ready or not, but her skill is to get them ready. So, Brooke, tell me how did you get into this world (laughs) so it's such a good question it's so fun to ask um so i got into this world um let me give you a little context that will make sense at the beginning but it'll come full circle i promise okay so my background is actually in education and i loved i i trained teachers of students for a very long time i was hired to do it and Part of my objective and my what I was paid to do was to go into classrooms and give feedback to teachers and why they weren't creating transformational experiences for their students. And as part of doing that, I noticed when the students were bored and I noticed what students were checked out and I noticed what students hadn't identified their motivation for being there. And there were methodologies that I learned and trained on in order to fix that. So it wasn't that they were learning things, but they were actually changing through their learning. And after that experience of being hired to do that in in an organization, I then went on to get a master's in organizational leadership and change. And what I thought I was gonna do was go into corporations and train CEOs on emotional intelligence and how to do this and create the same environment and train their leaders, their C-suite leaders. But I was young and naive and I was like, I'm single, so I'm just gonna like, the world's my oyster. I'm gonna go out and I'm going to just start a business of my own. So long story short, there was a lot of businesses that were started, honestly, because that's how entrepreneurship is. Until I, I finally 
became in alignment with like who I was, which is part of my message that we'll speak about today. But, um, by I, throughout my journey of entrepreneurship, I attended multiple masterminds. So some that were $75,000 and some were that, that were $5,000. And I started taking notes as like someone that was an educator and being like, okay, this is what's falling flat here. And this is what's working really well. And after a decade of notes, you kind of get a good idea of what the best room would look like if you curated it. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of want to create the best room in the entire world, but I want to do it for people that are in a really vulnerable space. And that vulnerable space happened to be CEOs that had like done the big thing and accomplished exactly what they wanted in life. I have no idea what's next. That's a really vulnerable place to be in. Yeah, I'll say. So me and my business partner, she's amazing. She's also had a portfolio of so many CEOs that she's scaled and Cassie also Shea. Cassie Shea. She's yeah. amazing. And we were like, let's create this room together. So yeah. we started creating these rooms where it's a three day mastermind experience where these CEOs would be able to come in and do a few things. The first one is, what is the identity that they want to claim? Because the identity that they were claiming is no longer serving them because they're not playing a role in it and they're not having behaviors or action steps that align with that identity anymore because they're no longer CEO. They take the sabbatical, they go back to their organization and their company would say, we don't need you. Things are worse when you're here. Like, get out of here. <laughs> and they're going, okay, it's time to sell the company or it's time to like hire a CEO to take my place and step aside. But I have what a couple of questions okay, oh, yeah. if, if, before you go on. Um, yeah. First of all, emotional intelligence. Um, that is something that I did, was not aware that you investigated. Mm. And it's a subject that you know we could go deep into. But I also want to ask you, before we go into that, um, when did you realize that you were so attunely aware to your surroundings? You're very mm. sharp. You're very observant and you have a very high sense of awareness. Thank you. Like, well, I think that says a lot about your natural ability to recognize that. And I think that speaks volumes about you. <laughs> um, you. I think that, so I will answer that by saying, I grew up in a home without books. Oh, wow. And a home without books is a home without curiosity. Yeah. And I was an innately curious little girl. And I think my, my parents didn't really know what to do with that. They were su they're such good parents. They're amazing. But I struggled because I was like, I was just starving for anything that anyone could teach me. It didn't matter what it was. If it was religion, if it was business, it was, if it was science, if it was history, I just wanted to learn. And I think that because I just wanted to learn, I approached every relationship I had with a unique investment in an individual that no one else offered. Instead of talking, I loved listening. And instead of like being the sole person in the room that everyone was focused on, I wanted to make the room about someone else. And instead of being on the stage, I was like in the seats. And I So think, you're doing that to this day, a whole different level. Yeah, and yeah. I, just, I, I just think that it started young with an innate curiosity that didn't, I didn't know how to channel. And now I know how to channel it. And I think an awareness comes by recognizing that you're not the only person in the room that needs to be served and like leading first by giving instead of expecting everyone to give. Do you um, find that 
when you counsel these CEOs who have to live on a much higher plane, and I say that, you know, sort of almost tongue in cheek, because they have this tremendous responsibility of they're getting the big, they're the big gun, they got the big salary, and they're mm -hmm. supposed to walk on water. Mm -hmm. And then they meet somebody like you, and I can just see that you take them from here to whoosh, mm -hmm. <laughs> whoa, wait a minute, we're, we're talking like real talk here between mm -hmm. two people. Are they, are they like stunned? Are they shocked? Like when you bring out some of these things, these questions that you had, which are really soul searching and really digging up things inside of them, it must be a little bit terrifying for some of them. Yeah, I think it is. But I think before it's terrifying and before you're going in with those really difficult questions, the most important principle to follow is to create a psychologically safe environment. Yeah, gotcha. So I'm going to confirm that everything that they've done up to this point is amazing. Right. And it's wonderful and it's good and who they've become through it like i'm going to buoy them up and my objective in my questions is not to tear them down but i'm going to help them see that like who they've become from all of this is someone wonderful now i also my biggest objective in any conversation is to help people see things as they really are and as things as they really will be and no one is helping these ceos see things as they really are and right. who they really are and so while it might be a little terrifying, if I've created this psychologically safe environment to say, hey, you're, there's no judgment here and I don't even care about your credentials. I don't care how much money you make. Right. I don't care how much money you've made the company make. I don't care how many golf rounds you've gotten like perfect scores on. I don't care the kind of car that you're driving. All I care about is I just wanna know like what's really going on and let's just get a clear picture of like helping you see things presently as they really are because most of them are posturing and they're trying to explain things as they they are not right <laughs> and that is a misalignment that you walk home with feeling empty i just had a seismic epiphany there's no one else for them to go to except you mm. You know, it just hit me because it's like, you know, they, they have to keep up appearances no matter what they're struggling with. And they can't really go to anybody who's um, the reporting to them with these kinds of things that are sort of deeply personal. It's so true. And maybe at home, they can't do it either. Yep. The yep. spouse may not even get it. Yep. Yep. So how do you, <laughs> I guess the next question is, how do you get into their world mm -hmm. and build trust? Yeah. You know, I think the one of the first questions I ask that I think kind of is a pattern interrupt for their life is I say, before you tell me what you want, and I know that's a hard question <laughs> that not a lot of people can answer, especially in terms of trans times of transition, I say, I want to know if you can tell me, is there anyone in their in your life currently that holds the space for you to declare what you want? without any judgment. And how do they usually respond? I don't have anyone. Yeah. Okay, That's... so just tell me about that. Tell me why you don't have anyone and what kind of like starvation has occurred in your life because of that lack of connection and that, that lack of white space that someone else can hold for you without any agenda or any judgment and support you in what it is that you want to do next. That's in perfect alignment with who you are. 
And it's amazing what they say, but no, they, they don't have people. You're exactly right. They don't have people. And I don't want to be their spouse, and I definitely don't want to be their therapist. Yeah. But I can be someone that is a witness to what they want in their life and helps them and holds them accountable for the blueprint to get there. Wow. Tell me about the first win that you had that was that like put you over the moon that <laughs> you watched this thing happen and it was your wisdom that helped them get to where they were going oh uh, such a good question <laughs> see you're so your eq is through the roof it's amazing <laughs> well it wasn't the first experience but i had a really touching experience a couple weeks ago if you don't mind me sharing yes please it's really fresh yeah great i had uh i think she's 24 years old so she's pretty young she might be 26. I think she's 26. She's pretty young and she came to me and she invested in this mastermind. She's in the middle of transition. She built a company in three years up to $20 million. Wow. At 26 years old, like what 26 year old can you say you've actually witnessed do that? And I was just like, so this is so amazing. I'm so excited to have you here at this mastermind. Like I can't wait for you to contribute to this mastermind and help these other entrepreneurs and CEOs. And she said, yeah. And, and she kind of was like sheepish. And I was like, tell me more about that body language that I just saw. saw like, I didn't see like a passion and excitement for you to like go and help someone. Why is that? And she said, well, I don't know. I guess I don't really identify as like a CEO or an, or an expert. And I'm like, I'll use, I'll just say her name, Sarah. I said, Sarah, like you have built a $20 million business by yourself with your team that you've managed in three years. How are you not an expert? And she's like, I don't know. I guess I haven't been in the right rooms or I just, I don't think people treat me like that. I said, what do you mean? She said, I had a consultant come in last week that told me that the reason that my business would literally be its own downfall is if I remained in the seat of a CEO because I put the gas on and then I slam on the brakes and I put the gas on and I slam on the brakes. And I said, well, I don't think that that, C that consultant has helped, has even seen, does he know that you built this in three years at 20 million and that your profit margins are more than 30%? Does he know that? And she was like, no. And I said, well, I'm here to invite you to claim a new identity. And that identity is that of CEO and expert. You know exactly what to do and exactly what has gotten this, this business to 20 million. And she said, well, Brooke, maybe I don't. I said, what do you mean? Maybe I don't know actually what I did to, to get there. I said, this is going to be really fun then. <laughs> I said, I want you to sit on this couch and everyone is going to be a witness to this. So this mastermind, I sat her down on a couch. And I had all the participants in order to help them get value out of this experience. So it wasn't just me and her talking, but them too. I said, anytime Elise says something that you know, if you implemented would change your business and put in more than a million dollars in your revenue, I want you to write that down. And I don't want you to write down any good quotes, any sexy quotes or any feel good quotes. I right. only want you to write down the thing that if you implemented today would make you a million dollars from her zone of genius. They were like, got it. So I began this interview and I would, I would, I would like to say, and maybe this is coming from some ego, but I was very proud of it, that it was a better Oprah interview than I've ever seen. All right. Slamming <laughs> it, was, one home. <laughs> it was like my zone of genius, you yeah. know, asking the questions. Like well, if you get Brooke to be paid for being Brooke, what's she doing? She's asking questions. Yeah. 
So I said, and you so identified that because of your curiosity factor. Yes, like, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm home. Yeah, I'm this home. This is like you know, it, you could be my sister or my daughter, whatever. Yeah, you know, it doesn't yes. matter. <laughs> so I sit there on the couch and I'm like, "Okay, Sarah, like let's talk." It was a 45 minute conversation, and I did 10 minute increments where I'd stop her. We talk about what got you to two million. Okay, now what got you to five? Now what got you to fifteen? Now what got you to twenty? What were the barriers? What were the obstacles? What were the things that you felt like, whoa, you were in flow with? Things that you didn't feel like you were in flow with? How were you treating your employees? What were the systems that you set up? How did you set up those systems? What was the beliefs behind these systems? What was your narrative walk, waking up every morning? Like all of it. And 10 minute increments, I'd say, okay, Sarah, stop. Then I'd look at the audience and I'd be like, okay, so what's the million dollar thing that she just taught you that will literally change your business overnight if you implemented it today? All the hands rose. And, and by the time the interview was over, I said, okay, I had Cassie in the back and Cassie was listening. And I said, Cassie and I, through me asking the questions and her listening so well, I said, Cassie, what's the framework that you came up with that got Sarah to her $20 million company? She gave a five-step framework and then created a business model for her that if she consulted and did this for other companies, she would generate $40 million in the next 12 months. Oh my God. <laughs> and, uh, and Sarah walked away that day knowing that she was an expert and that someone held space for her to recognize what she did and how she did it so well and how she could go back and resell that in a time of transition. Wow, what a story. And you know, the, the money is wonderful, but that wasn't the win. No. It was her realization who she was and yeah. her capabilities you know that you brought out uh, yeah. with the help of cassie i forgot what you could the speed twins did you call yeah. yourselves <laughs> the, that was the, so cool the speed sisters her and cassie the speed sisters yes <laughs> that is that is awesome um i want you to tell me about what you love to do um when you're chilling mm, when, when you I'm just want to relax and get away from business oh my yeah. gosh that's such a good question yeah i'd say three things kids nba and people on my couch. So I love renting my kids, my, my friend's kids. I think kids have like an innate curiosity about life that really fuels me and changes my heart. And the MBA, because my number one value is economics. So I always like anything with numbers. So the MBA just makes sense in my downtime. Right. <laughs> Stats and scores. And then um, the third thing is all my friends joke that if you can get on Brooke's couch, then your life will be changed forever. I just really love inviting people into my home and investing in them and their and their souls. Wow. And I had the pleasure of meeting your husband. I'm so sorry. for Josh. That. Josh, how could I forget? Yeah. yeah. And I love this. He's got the NASA logo on his shirt. I immediately zoned in. I said, oh, that's cool. <laughs> What's, I, I don't have to ask about his hobbies and creativity, right? He's into all kinds of things, I bet. But they, a, they actually overlap really well because he loves the NBA and yeah. he loves children. We don't have any of our own yet, but he is a master at investing in people. Oh, wow. That's he, awesome. He loves to connect with people and make them feel more important than they felt in their life before they met him. Wow. And it's a beautiful gift. God bless you for you. How long have you been married now? So we're actually newlyweds. It's kind of fun. We've only been married for eight months. I had a feeling and that, that's so wonderful. Such congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Now, as we're wrapping up, Brooke, best place for people to connect to you, anybody who wants to reach out and especially those CEOs out there who you don't have to worry about, you know, your bravery anymore. She's right here. <laughs> so what could we, what could we give them to yeah. link up to you? 
Yeah, so our website is Powerhouse Leaders. Sorry, Powerhouse Leader without the S. PowerhouseLeaderHQ.com. Okay. So if they go there, they'll find access to us, and that's where you'll find um, the ability to look for what we do in the rooms and how they can be a part of the mastermind. And also, I want to congratulate you on the podcast that is coming soon yes. with you and Cassie. Yes. And uh, I'm really excited about that because I personally feel like you guys are going to dominate that space when it comes to your subject matter. Oh, yeah, thank I think you. it's going to be amazing. Thank you. So. I can't wait to have you on. Oh, I'd love it's, to. It'd be an honor and a pleasure. It's yeah. going to be a blast because <laughs> yeah. your zone of genius and how you cross between what you're innately good at and what you love doing and getting paid really good money for is something that will change the world and bless other people's lives and it already has. So I'm oh excited to expose my audience Thank to you. that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke, it was an honor and a pleasure. And in closing, I just want to wish all of God's blessings on you, Josh, your children that are coming soon yeah. and your career moving forward. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for being here. Oh, so loved it. I know you guys had a good time today hanging out with me, and please check out the show notes and support the artists that we put on this channel for your enjoyment. Hey, if you need coaching, I'm your man. Go to the links in the show notes, calendly.com forward slash dharmic, and you can take a ride with me and we'll see if we're a good fit together. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host for podcasting your global career. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on, baby, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on, we can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom, it's tingling on my tongue You and I out on the road will stay
Take a ride with me Ride